Hey, everybody listening. Welcome to the first episode of the Steve Squared Podcast, where we talk about a lot of life events and specifically this season relationships and a lot of in-depth things. Um, I am Steve, joined with... The other Steve, a.k.a. the better Steven. Okay, you really have to go there already. Um, So we're going to introduce ourselves and kind of like give you a little bit of background of who we are before you can trust us with whatever either advice or tales we tell um, over the series of this first season. Um, And there will be plenty of stories to tell. Oh my gosh, there's going to be a lot. You kidding me? We live, what, what, I'm 20. You're I'm 21. You're 21. Just recently turned 21. And I feel like we've, we're, I feel like we're 60. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, My life has been too long. Dude, I just, it's, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, no. So me personally, um, I am a, uh, I guess you could say musician. I don't like to say rapper, but I do a lot of hip hop based um and i left school after about two years to start working and pursue more of my music uh so that's a little bit about me uh i've done all this stuff based on a lot of decisions and a lot of experiences and i think i have so much i have a lot to talk about and share with everybody else how about you steve well for me you know kind of same as you uh, I stopped going to school about two years ago, or maybe a year. Yeah, basically two. Um, I was also thinking about pursuing music, but you continued to do that. I did not. But <laughs> um, also just working, managing food service and all that. So, you know, taking it day by day. But, you know, I've met a lot of people through the different... Uh, journeys and paths I've taken throughout my life and especially these past couple of years and gained a lot of experiences and different points of views of a lot of different things. So I am thrilled to share these experiences with you guys and hopefully everyone learns something, you yeah. know, cause this is still no matter what a conversation. Yeah. In uh, the end, it's this conversation also- between us two is still a conversation for other people to listen to. And we're going to learn things about one another and the things that uh, we've dealt with. But, you know, someone might be able to relate to the things that we talked about. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of this podcast is going to be really us talking back and forth, reflecting on things and giving each other advice, which definitely a lot of people I think will find relatable. Um, and, you know, there are some people that might not relate, but you know, there might be a time in the future of your life where you do. You know, there's... You live how many years? You know, I'm not going to say a number because some people don't. You know. yeah. um, uh, but what my, my point of that is like that there is some point where this information could be relatable and useful. And it's something you could keep in the back of your mind or just listen to for entertainment, even though I don't know. I don't know if we're good at entertaining. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that but out also, as time goes. <laughs> if, you, if it doesn't pertain to you, you might hear whatever we have to say. And it could pertain to someone that you know. Hey, you know, there's yeah. a different point of view that I haven't expressed to you. Someone else has uh, expressed this, and I yeah. think you might like it. So we'll see how this journey goes. There'll be uh, plenty of talking to go around. So, you know, just we can we can keep this first episode pretty relatable um, just by talking about relationships, whether it is 
whether it is with someone you're dating, whether it's someone you work with, whether it's just a friend you've either just met recently or have grown up with ever since you were, I don't know, like five years old. Maybe you met them in like kindergarten. Who knows? Stuff like that. That That's like what we're going to first talk about in this episode, just to generally kind of bring in the other topics through the rest of the season. Um, so to start off, let's just talk about friendships. You know, right. there's, there's, Ian, I'm friends with you. And, yeah, and I'm sadly friends with you. What? Okay. <laughs> I think we need a counselor. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there are a lot of things with friendships that are interesting. You know, I, I was just thinking the other day about how I'm friends with you and like, Nick, I'm na- I'm gonna name a couple of people that aren't on that you guys don't know yet, but um, I'm friends with a whole bunch of people from high school. Nick, Zach, Dylan, you, and there's there's a lot I could say to them that I can't say to people that I've met only maybe a couple months ago, you know. Um, and there's there is definitely no ceiling or cap to how much trust you can have with someone because over so much time I've realized over so much time you can really grow close to someone and be able to say things that you definitely cannot say to another person that you might consider a friend you know yeah I agree with that and I also think with being around people that you're comfortable with like the when I was first introduced like you guys as a group a few years ago and that first night, you know, you know what happened, like, when we were in the car, and I was talking to Kate, another person that you guys don't know, who's part of that high school group. <laughs> They'll be on as guests, maybe, eventually, you know? Eventually, yeah. all these people that are named might be on, you know? But, you know, having a conversation with Kate about the stuff that I was going through at that time, because that was fresh. Um, and I felt comfortable, because, you know, I knew the people who I was around, and I was already friends with you and Nick, and... Uh, Tyler, and so I felt comfortable because of knowing how you guys are people. I had to trust in Kate of like, okay, these I surround myself around good people. They have to be good people as well. So I feel comfortable expressing the situation that I'm going through. And, you know, because of that, we've had a good relationship, a friendship. And just so we can just talk about anything. She can talk about her issues that she's gone through. I can talk about my stuff. And to know that she actually cares about it. And, like, of course, other people in the group care as well. But, like, that's just one example I can think of off the top of my head. Someone who I never talked to just met that day. And I'm already having a deep conversation with them. And they were truly caring and listening. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. It carries a long way. And it shows, hey, this is someone who is a good person. And so far, everything seems good about them. I want to progress this friendship and see like how far this friendship can go and that's that's also like that basis that you had with kate that first time you met and that first actual conversation you had her with her that is what a friendship should really build off of as a foundation like there isn't it's it's not a I expect this to happen because the, I, they consider me their friend and I consider them their friend. It's not like um, I'm trying to like to think of the best way to explain this, but 
the you're foundation. You're not always to be friends with like your friends. Yeah, like, but I'm what I'm what I'm getting at is like the foundation of that is just being a good human being, and because of that, you can build trust on that, and because of that, you can then build connections and relationships with a whole bunch of people. Like, yes, you know, and I. I all another another part of that like that night how you were talking about you knew us you were comfortable with us it seems it's it all it's almost like when you are introduced to someone through a whole bunch of people you already know and trust it's like it's kind of you're you're already you're you're taking their trust and just like kind of like I'm going to associate it with them because you, like you said, they're good people. So this, this is most likely a good person, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I see that as a very good way to build connections and that's really what networking is also, which we'll get into that a little bit more when we get to like business relationships, but you can, you can network as with friends, like you can network with anything, you know? Um, but that all depends on your personality, you know, like, well, yeah, if you're not a very social person and you're not willing to open up just in general, if you can open up to your close friends, your family, you're going to struggle in situations with trying to build and maintain friendships Yeah, because at the end of the day, people are going to want to get communication out of you. People struggle and especially, I think a lot of younger people struggle to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Just and it, like I said, and we're going to talk about this in many of our um, subjects and whatnot throughout this podcast. But like, people struggle to talk with friends, their significant others, their family members, coworkers. It's hard for people to try to get their opinion out because of people just are so scared to say their opinion and then get judged on it. Where in the end of the day. You need to trust in what you believe in and what you say. And obviously we all make mistakes, but if you can't be open to people and communicate how you feel and have an open conversation, like that's how you build stuff. Cause you know, in my head, I was thinking I was doing everything wrong in that situation with Kate, but she was for not knowing who I was, not knowing like my background or anything. She told me how she felt Mm -hmm. and I could have, been really hurt by what she said but in reality she helped me out a lot like it helped out so much to realize the situation i was going through you know it sucks but she gave me good advice to help me keep going and push forward that some people that you're just meeting might not tell you that they might Mm -hmm. not give you that openness and they might just tell you what you want to hear yeah which that didn't happen and i appreciated that more because I'd rather you be real than just telling what you want to hear, because that doesn't help me grow, and doesn't help the person grow as a person, because they're not being true within themselves. They know, well, I should told them X, Y, and Z, but I told them A, B, C. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I see that a hundred percent too. As as friends, like when I, how I see with all the guys, um, and others, um, included into that is we grow with each other. You know, when you tell someone they shouldn't do something or encourage someone to do something, or just in general, you do or don't do something all together at one time, it's you you grow together, you build trust with each other, and then you also grow independently because 
I don't know, it just it it teaches you things based on the decisions you see in other people and and how you make your own. Um and I I really think friendships that's why I say there's no there's no there's no ceiling to how much you can build on a friendship. A friendship can really grow even more and more and more, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's something I just experienced this past couple of days. I had one of my, who I still consider a best friend, come from Ohio, and he hasn't been in this area for 10 years. And before I saw him in the summer, it's been 10 years since I saw him in person. Now we talked all the time, we FaceTime, still text and whatnot. But to have someone that I was elementary school friends with and to have them come back 10 years later, have them stay in my house, have my dad allow him to stay, travel around with him, and just have connections. And we just had a good time and then had a, had a little party and showed him all my friends from high school. I met him. And just from other places. Stevie met him for the first <laughs> time um, in person. I believe you might have talked to him one or, once or twice. Actually, maybe not. Cause that he, was my first was, time ever talking yeah. to him. I mean, um, yeah. He met Tyler other people before. Had, yeah, because of elementary school. But, like, even for him to meet all these people that he did not know, he put the trust that he had in me because he knew I would, he, I assume he thinks I'm a good person. <laughs> and he trusted that all right i can have a conversation with stevie i can have a conversation with tyler and all these other people and maybe i'll learn something new and he came back to me and was like yo this was a really great time i'm happy like going to that party because a lot of people there were super chill and i had a lot of great conversations with people and i wasn't expecting that you know, he was just expecting the people just to stay in their own lanes. But people were being open and communicating, being friendly. And, you know, he made a new new connections and new friendships yes. that he will remember. And especially after having those conversations, especially the ones that he said was talking about life, like that's stuff you're going to think about. Yeah. Even like if you don't want to, just some days you just have those days where, like you just have that memory of like, dang, yo, I remember when I talked about this with this person and like. I feel that happening. Like, I I can understand why we had that conversation. Like, this makes sense now. Yeah, like, when I met him, you know, first things first, obviously, you mentioned about me doing music, and you've mentioned about his stuff to me before. You know, I showed him one of my songs. Uh, he put on some of his later in the night. And, you know, like, based off that, we actually had, he built more on top of the trust that you provided in the first place because we had relatable moments, you know? Like yeah. the whole starting off and like putting in the work to do things and what, where, what, how are we limited to do things in our own positions? And because of that, I feel like even we, we kind of trust each other a little bit even more, you know, than just saying, oh, this is Steve's our mutual friend. You know what I mean? Um, because both of you guys are on that grind. Exactly. And you both know how it feels to be on that grind and to try to slowly build something up and how long of a process it can take. Mm -hmm. And you both understand one another. And that's the beautiful thing about bringing people together. Exactly. You can be on opposite sides. This man lived in a whole other state, but yet you guys came together and you're able to find something that you're connect on. And you're able to have a conversation about it. 
And you know what? I don't know if you exchanged information or not, but like, you know, you can always help one another out. If for some reason you can always hit me up, you can hit me up like, yo, let's do something. Like, let's collab on something. Or like, yo, I was working on this. What do you think about it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, that's how you build friendships. And then, you know, it could possibly build something into like, into business relations. Like, you never know. Yeah. Like, I know he has his own business and he's running that. And I know he's trying to get that up and started. And you never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Um, and um, to touch on something you mentioned, um, it's, it's not exactly the same, but it's similar in how I want to go into this next little piece. Like you mentioned, bringing two people from opposite sides together in some sort of way. There's like some sort of relatable thing that you can create a connection off of. Yeah. And... You know, I want to compare it, honestly, to not necessarily compare it to, but mention that I I look around now, like, where I'm, like, in, in adult life, and there's, there's, like, I find it so stupid, the idea of people that put themselves in isolated groups, like, cliques, you know, friendships based off of cliques. I bother me. Yeah, why is that? Well, it's it's like so you found people that you can. So here's oh, there's so much I could say about this. There's either you found people that you think you relate to, or you do, or that they were just there, so you joined in, right? Okay. Now a lot the problem I have with these clicks is at a certain point they start to become isolated. And when I say so isolated, isolated by, I mean, to cut you off, but basically like isolated by like not adding new people. Oh, it's a little bit of, of everything. So it's, it's either not, not trying to be inclusive with new people and new connections or putting them in, in positions where they don't have any outside social interaction it, it, like anything like that, like they really only stick to each other, and it's om- it almost turns to me. It almost is like, uh, what, what is it? Is it introverted? Someone that doesn't go out, or is that extroverted? Introverted. Introverted. Yeah. So, like, it's almost like all these people both just wrong. You know, we we, I, could, we both. could be both be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's it's almost like these group of people are only super social on the inside to each other but as soon as it comes to the outside world and they're just one-on-one with someone else they, they don't, don't know, know to what to do they don't know how to communicate because they're not these other people and they don't know how to grow new friendships outside of this circle you know and i think that happens a lot more or at least witness more in high school oh yeah oh, i yes. i always hear my friends oh you know this person when they're in a group, like they're act like this way, but then as soon as they're not part of their group, they're super chill to hang out with. Like I love hanging out with them outside of that group. Exactly. But as soon as they're with these people, you don't want to be around them because they act like a complete different person. Yeah. And I think because of that, maybe in high school, it's different. It's a different mindset. And I mean, we've been out of high school for three years. So like, yeah. Who knows? But how I retained it. It's just like people care so much about what other people think. It is, yeah. And everyone has their own 
um, I guess standards or like social status inside of high school, and they don't want to have that reputation be ruined. So, and so they have to act a certain way around these people because that's where they get their like their their go. Like I feel appreciated, like I'm a good person, or like you feel like you're doing something with yourself because you have these dead people saying all these nice things about you or you're hanging out with these people, you're spending all this money. Yeah. Just because you're with these certain people. But in reality, once you leave, and we kind of already seen, seen it happen, once you leave the high school, maybe the first year or so keep on talking, but then groups separate. Groups really Because then separate. they're going to do their own thing. They're going to live their own lives, and then you don't have high school to fall back on. Now, and obviously, there's still going to be friendships with people, and, you know, our group is one of them. We added people... During the time, but we're all from the same high school. Yeah. Majority well, of us. Well, see, my, my big thing is, is it's also our group I don't consider a clique because, at least in my eyes, because I am continuously, if someone has a friend that starts hanging out with us or starts talking to us, I'm very open to, like, start hanging out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want more people to join the inner circle. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say, no, they can't be around us. You know what I mean? Because then it it kind of turns into like a little community. It does, and I don't want that. I want to be able to build a like so the people that we have in our group, they're just the super close people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just when someone else joins in, it just means that they're gonna be one of those super close people. You know, it's not that I'm it's not that any of us are blocking off connection from anybody else. It just means these are our like concrete, like oh you know from back home everybody we all know each other we all know so much about each other that kind of thing but like it's different than what i see where i see people that want their people and only their people and they don't they do not you're saying like you don't want to try to build like a small community because our group is kind of like on the bigger side and it is a bigger side people yeah it's growing and i like more and more and people that you had like i said it kind of turns into a community but like, the, the is that something uh, I'm I that you don't want? No, I wouldn't say that. It is I guess if you compare it to a community, I say that's a good progress good progress. You know what I mean? If you get it to like that big of a size, you really build yeah. a web, you know? I just don't want it to be an isolated community. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be a gated community. I want people to be able to drive <laughs> up and say, hey, can I buy this house? You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I just, because perfect example at my work, I, I work for Comcast for those listening. Um, I'm not going to give location because that's a little messed up. But <laughs> I go in, right? And I. Anybody can come up to me. It's 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 the off the workspace is considered open office. So we each have our own desks and we have our own cubicles, but the cubicles are not fully closed off. They're half height and um, they're all connected, and you can like see every you could see everybody. You could talk to anybody right next to you. Everything. Um, but one of the teams right next to us, most of them started together. Most like most of them, two of the people that did start with them moved over to our team when when we first started up um, like three months ago. And the thing I've noticed is those people really only talk to each other. No one else like really in the building. And also they go to lunch and all eat together. 
they all leave at the same times and go do stuff, but they don't do anything with anybody else. And when they're invited to after work events with other people, they say, oh, okay, okay. Not a yes, not a no. They'll also be like, okay, nice. Thank you for telling me. And you don't hear anything from them because you know it's gonna it's a no. You know, you can yeah. already know they do not want to go because their group is not there. And and they're twenty what, twenty four, twenty five? <laughs> like I just I still see some of it as adults, but not as much. I still see some. Well, and that's the issue with people not willing to explore and get outside of their comfort zone. And if you're not okay with breaking out of your comfort zone and trying to have new experiences, then yes, you're going to continue to just be isolated to one type of style, one group of people, and that's all you're going to know. Yeah. You know, when I was at SHIP, I talked to a lot of different people. I was on the track team. But yet, I was friends with a lot of different people that if I was back at high school, I would have never talked to. But even though we had differences in certain things, we were still friends. And I still was in their dorm almost every single day, talking to them, hanging out, partying, playing video games, playing poker. We were still together. And I was willing to allow myself to hang around those people because I knew they were good people. Mm-hmm. They were good people to be around. I loved hanging out with them. They were my guys. I didn't have to... If I stopped talking to them and stopped hanging out with them just because of certain differences that we had, then I'm not being open. Yeah. Because in the end of the day, no matter what you're going to do, you're going to be around people that you're not going to always want to be around. Correct. So when, you, when you're working with people, there's I have people who I work with that like some people just maybe not be a hard worker or they <laughs> just yeah they can be annoying, you know. But in the end of the day, I still have to work with them. I still need to find a way to find a good work relationship. So in the end of the day, we're both doing our jobs. We keep everything friendly and we keep it pushing. And you know, but still enjoy and try to find fun. Like, try to make your day better. And that's what I always try to do. I always try to joke around like the people at my work to make things better. And I'm, bu- I'm trying to build friendships with one another. So, you know, just like being a, a supervisor, I'm trying to find the best way possible to help make working easier for my employees. And like, I want to try to build connections with people yeah. because I, I care. I truly care for everyone who's at my store and I want to try and make the store better, make the environment better. But you know, I need to be open to hearing my associates, but my associates ought to be open to me. That's just building trust. Yeah. And that, that leads into what both of us talked about kind of that leads into the idea of business relationships, you know, like you want to be friends Here's the problem with work, and I feel like it's a little bit different for you, but I know for a fact at my work, because of the whole big business industry like standards, it's very weird. I shouldn't say weird. I should say it's interesting 
creating friends out of people you know at work. And I like doing that because my my I want to say my best friend at work is my my senior on my team. You know, like he's, he's 10 years older than me. We share the same last name. So that's pretty fun. Um, (laughs) But like, like at this point we consider like the jokes I tell him and the jokes he tells me or like things we say to each other and a couple other of the people in the building and on the same floor as us, they really are actual friends. You know, they're not just like the, the coworker that you say hi to, or you see in the workroom, you know, you can really turn people that you work with into more than just a connection of um some sort of business you know yeah just small talk whenever you see one another it's actual genuine conversations that like you're putting thought towards and you're actually trying to listen to what they're saying and fully have a conversation exactly and and what my senior told me when we first started he's like hey when you have downtime i really recommend you walk around the building and not just because oh, you should get off your feet and walk around, but he says, go up to people that you see are also either walking around or, you know, not working at the moment and talk to them, you know, network, you know, try and get that small talk, get your name known, like in the business. And then you could also make friends with those people as well, like actual friends, not just business connections, you know? Yeah. Um. But then there are those people that you know their name and you're friendly towards them. But because of where you stand in the business, um, you're, you really have to keep it to a professional sort of relationship. Like my boss, I know if I said a whole bunch of things that I would say to Miles as a joke – he would be like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that in the building. You know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. you know, like there's certain things that in terms of the bit, in terms of what the business restricts you to and seniority levels and like position levels, there are some restrictions in a sense, you know? Um, and that's what I'm doing with right now, especially with my job since I went in as just an associate and just started slowly working my way up. And once I was going through my training for management, one of my friends and one of my managers, like they took me to the side and they were just like, you know, Steven, I'm happy that you're doing this, but you have to learn how to separate your friendships from your work. Yeah. Because then if you don't, it's going to look like you're taking sides. And when you have to get your point across to someone, they can use that against you. Yeah, And it can be like, oh, well, I thought we were friends. Why aren't you defending me? Or, oh, you're you're only saying this because you're so-and-so's friend. That's your best friend. And, of course, you're not going to make them do this. Whereas, that's not the case. And, like, I see it. And that's something I'm still learning to do. And I've gotten better at that. But, as a matter of fact, I had other people at least bring that to my attention. It's a good thing because I appreciate it because it shows that they care about myself and that they care for me to do a good job. So I know how to handle those relationships with my associates and handling with the people that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. So you got to know your boundaries and your limits of your, your friends at the workplace because then you don't want to have anything that's inappropriate. If then it starts affecting your work 
and then it turns into a bigger issue. That's escalate and our issues. Mm-hmm. And that's just a process that no one wants to go through. There's nothing worse than having a good friendship with someone at work and it falls through. The friendship falls through and now you're working with them. You know? Like And I've experienced that with multiple people at my job. Exactly. Like it's not a good thing. You know, there's tech in in the way I look at it is uh friends, like friend friends are a home life thing business relationships are a work thing and it's it's very important in most cases to separate work from home you know uh my boss always tells me he likes where like his position because he has his set hours and as soon as he's off the clock and he goes home work is behind him for the day he's he's not thinking about it anymore he does everything else that we have no clue what he does, stuff like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know yeah. that part of him because he keeps that separate, you know? And that's, he views our relationships as business relationships. We don't know his personal life. We don't ask about his personal life. We don't need to know his personal life, you know? Um, but there are, in some cases, when you do become good friends with somebody at your work, that you want to be careful. You want to tread lightly with things that happen or could be said, you know, because say you start talking about your personal life and it gets intertwined, you don't want to like, you don't want to, you don't want to stress that relationship out. You don't want to be making it all complicated, you know? Yeah. And I completely understand that because it got to a point where I was talking to said friend and they were talking about something else within work and we were talking over the phone. And I just had to tell them, I was like, hey, look, I'm listening to you, but it, because of the position that I'm going into, I can't, I'm, I can't respond on that. I can't give you my opinion on that because it's just not the right thing for me to do. It's not professional for me to say this. Yeah. And obviously you have to have like your, your learning curves and like learning through different situations because if you don't go through things, We'll never learn. Obviously, I, with being a new and young manager, I'm still learning and learning from the experiences that I've dealt with and the comments that I've made on certain topics and realizing I can't be making those comments anymore because I'm in a higher position now. Yeah. And I, I don't have a lot of opportunities to mess up. My, my big thing, um, I don't know if you there, Steve. Yeah. Are you there for me? Okay. Uh, you cut out for me for a second through our communication channel, but we're good. I didn't know if you had stopped talking, but that's fine. Yeah, no, I'm still here. Um, (laughs) but, um, no, my, I, I just, I can also see it through, um, like the, that that click that I mentioned from my work, that they, I think, see it in terms of everything that happens when people talk to each other, how they treat each other. They see it as a social relationship instead of a business relationship. Because in terms of a business relationship and you're trying to keep things professional, no matter what bothers you about a person, you still, you don't have to be super nice, and you don't, but you don't be super mean. You just keep it basic and... You know, you it's just keep it simple. 
but for some of these people that I noticed that inter- they intertwine these things, I can see that they are not progressing properly in their career because if they just kept things simple, they just do their work and they keep the communication straightforward, not aggressive, not, you don't, like I said, you don't have to be too nice. You don't have to be nice. You know, it's like, you're not saying you can't make friends with people at your job. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, you're, it's personality based, you know, that, that, that's personality based. Like me and my senior, we just match pretty well. So it just works. We, we just like fit together pretty quickly right in the beginning. But, like, the people that you know you don't necessarily like, you don't have to be mean to them. You don't have to be aggressive. Just if they ask a question, just answer it straightforward. Or if they need help with something, you don't have to – you shouldn't just say no or not do it, like, not show them uh, in a decent way because it's just – it's just a rude thing. It shows that you're not respecting the work. Like, say I need to learn how to do something, fill like fill out a form or like perform source some sort of function on the system, and you know how to do it. You don't like me, but you know how to do it, and you're the only person I can ask right now to help me. And you should just have the decency, the business professional, the the professionality to come over, show me how to do it properly, and leave it at that. You don't have to say anything extra. You go back to your desk and you work. And some people and don't do that. Simple. Some people don't do that. They see it as, I don't like them. I'm going to be disrespectful when I tell them how to do this. Or I don't, um, some of them just ignore and don't help at all, at all you know? Yeah, but that goes back to how I think of it when people act like that. It's just people being petty. Exactly. And exactly. being stubborn. But you don't know... And that's the thing with working with people is that you don't know what they have gone through, what they experienced before you met them here. So you never know. They could have been that person. So you're like, you know what? They might have had like a disagreement with someone not talking. But like, hey, you asked that side question. Yeah, I can show you how to do this. Da, da, da. And you're like, thank you. I appreciate that. But because of experiences, they don't, you don't know what type of past friendships that they've had or past work relations that they've had with people that maybe has now made them the person who they are and they just can't help it right now because all they've known or the environment that they were in and worked in and the friends that they're around was just like a toxic environment so that just rubbed onto them and now that's how they're acting yeah no i get that i can see that too so it's just and in your head, you're just like, well, what, what can you do to try to make things right? And that's when you try to, like I said earlier, have an open conversation. But not everyone's willing to have that open conversation. Yeah. And you can always try to make things right. But in the end of the day, if someone's still not able to have an open conversation to take the time, it's just not worth to keep on fighting and fighting. Because oh, that, yeah, it's that, not. You're it's... just wasting your own time and your own energy. Or you can be working on something else. Because we all need to work on improving ourselves. And that's the big thing. Improve on ourselves. Because you need to make yourself happy. Yeah, and you need to be happy with what you're doing. And you're going to have your friends there on the way. And, that's... and you're going to find people. You're going to find your friends. Possibly find a significant other if you want to be with someone. And unless you are a, your own like 
boss and you're just a one-man show, <laughs> one-man business, then you will interact with other people, but you'll have people at your business who will most likely encourage you as well. And if you can improve upon yourself, I believe you're going to make other people a better person. Yeah. No, see, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you you to build off that, you can improve yourself through the friendships you have, the real friendships socially, based on what they think and how what they recommend to you and what you experience together or what you see them experience. And then also and that's like that's like the internal, the personal building, you know, as a person building. And then you can better yourself just in general with your career if you can keep things on a professional level with those can with that those connections and try to build more of those connections and network that you like there's multiple ways to better yourself and the best way to do it is all all of it do all of it you know build build yourself internally with friendships and build yourself like for your own personal future with whatever business connections you can create and like you said like you said maybe a significant other comes in the picture and then again that even betters you even more because that person in my opinion that person will it's like your num that's your number one person that would help you grow yeah and we can i guess that can like let's touch on that a little bit more you know yeah dating I think dating someone a lot of times means you have built the closest connection with that person in my opinion, the person you are either dating and plan to progress in the future, it means that you know that that person is the one you if feel you want it to progress. To. If you want it to progress, you, know, well, you should hopefully you know want to progress because, like, yes. if you start a relationship, you know, <laughs> you should be planning the uh, the end of the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's uh, like okay, um, I'm gonna ask her to be my girlfriend, but like only for four months because like I'm only feeling it for four months. Yeah, you know, they say it's cuffing season, but as soon as it gets to like February, it's like, all right, do I Oof. really want to be with this person? Like, do I really want to get someone a Valentine's gift? Why do you think <laughs> everyone breaks up like after the summer, like in like November? Because then once November hits, it's going to December. It's like, oh dang, I gotta get this person a Christmas present if you celebrate Christmas, or like, oh, I gotta get him Hanukkah gifts. Like, do I really want to do that? Like, no. So then they break up with them. Yeah. Like that's that kind of sucks though in my in, in my opinion because you see that and you're like wow you did you don't like this like it's a good way to think of it kind of because in your mind you're like do I really it, it's it's a kind of a horrible way to look at it though this like it's mean but it's it's a it's a recognizing point to know whether or not you really want to stick with this person because if you for some reason don't care about them enough to buy them a christmas gift i don't think they're the person for you <laughs> like yeah, like mean, for me if i'm with someone and i really absolutely care for them i'm gonna buy them a gift well it goes more than just like the gift we can say you know if they're having events you they could be in a play or have a show or it could be like it could be someone's birthday family event and if you don't have the means to try your best and try your hardest to be there or do something be for there, them, it's unless it's very legitimate. Like already made plans for it, but like I feel like something like a birthday or a family event is something where like 
you know that this is like, this is going to be coming something that you should have marked off is that yeah hey I can't do anything this day like I need to make sure my attention courses like that stuff like you should know yeah but and if then you they're... have someone who's not making the effort to try to show like the affection and love that they have for someone like was that person really like there for you do they really care for you yeah like what what was the point of us getting into this relationship if there was going to be no effort put towards this relationship yeah it's a it's both sides both sides need to show effort it's not always on one person too yeah but you need to and this is what i learned with some of the relationships that i went through is that we always worry about making the other person happy but how I see it, you should be happy that you're just with that person. Like, they should just make you happy. Like, I worry too much about making my one girlfriend happy. I did everything for her, and I made her happy. But I thought I was happy because I was making her happy. But I should have just been happy to be in this relationship because I, this was a genuine person that liked being around. and. I didn't need to do all the extra stuff to be happy. You know, yeah. like, it's it's kind of confusing to explain it. No, I know I can tell where you're coming from, and I feel like those that yes. can relate can also kind of understand what you're saying. Um, because you can go above and beyond and do all these different things for this person. And it might not do the same for you, but, you know, because of how much that you have love for them, it's like, you know, I'm just with you. That's all that matters. Yeah. Like, the way I I understand that is because there were so many times where I felt I, in, and I'm not going to name any names, but the, my last relationship that actually didn't end long, uh, it, didn't, it didn't go for that long. Um, I thought I was, you know, I was doing all this stuff that would make her happy and like, you know, really show her that I'm here for her. But then... Things ended because they admitted they weren't on the same page as I was, and I didn't recognize it. That's all. That's my own fault, you know. And that, I didn't recognize own, that with yeah. my situation. Like I didn't see that myself. I was so caught up in showing what I wanted to that I didn't see the reverse side coming back. I didn't really focus on oh, oh, this she's not doing this for me, or you know, like that kind of stuff. I didn't think about that. I just thought to myself, "Oh, I need to do this for her." And that's not how you yeah. should think. You know, it's a it's a two way street. You know. Um, but I think it's also it can be different depending on like how like the roles are of the relationship. Like I feel like men are like it. Men are supposed to put forth more effort into relationships and go above and beyond. Well, that's like a, that's like a old. Yes. Old, and that's like, old, tradition. old, fa- yeah. Old tradition, old fashioned type relationship, but clearly that's not how everything works. Not anymore, at least. Yeah. Not anymore. But I feel like that's how it's perceived to be. Like men should be doing all the extra work and all that. But in reality, it needs to be 50, 50. Yeah. Or in some cases, some people do 60. 40, whatever you are comfortable with in your relationship. But yeah. it should be a balance. You guys should balance each other out. 
Yeah. And that's all about being on the same page with the other person. Yeah. You know, it's it's really it comes down to knowing what the other person wants or what they're looking for and then they also know what you're looking for. Because if if you're not on the same page, things could keep going and end poorly because you didn't know where it was headed. You know, and if you are on the same page, you can then decide together, okay, does this continue in this direction or do we put an end to it because, you know, we both want different things and it's just probably wouldn't work out in the end in the first place, you know? Being on the same page is always important right in the beginning. Always, like, you don't, you don't... You don't even have to be uh, like dating the person yet. You, when you're getting to know them, when you're talking to them, you should. When you're building a friendship, and this goes yes. with any type of friendship, like it really does. Yeah, no, any type of friendship, whether it's personality based or whether it's just what they like to do on in their spare time. Um, like obviously, someone that sits inside and uh plays video games all day. <clears throat> me, uh, um. <laughs> Isn't gonna be described me friends with someone that travels the world, you know, and I don't mean that in a like I'm not gonna be friends with them. It's just I wouldn't connect with them probably that well, you know. I actually have not been outside of the states, and it's not like I don't want to. I kind of I want to go to Germany, but like it's just not something that I'm engaged with. Able to do, yeah. I'm not able to do, or I'm not like really pushing to say, oh my gosh, I need to make sure I have all the money saved up for next year to go to Germany. But, like, sure, we might have small things that we connect with, but that just means we're not going to be a close relationship. We can still be a friend. We can still be friends. It's just not something that's going to be super tight or close, you know? But you also don't have to make that the number one decider no, if yeah. that's going to make you close or not. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying... There are reasons why some people are closer than others more quickly. Like there's a possibility that if you put the time and effort into that relationship that doesn't have too many major connections or similarities that enough time and effort, you could become close with them. I'm just saying I'm comparing it to like anybody that I am super close to. We just became close more quickly than that probably would, you know? Yeah. And to go back towards like the relationship and what I said earlier, with being in a relationship with somebody, if the communication is still not open, and if you're not willing to listen to one another, and I know some people find, say arguing sometimes is healthy, and I can't agree with that. I think you do need some type of argument. It doesn't have to be screaming, but like <laughs> a dis- like if you disagree with one another, that's fine because you're never going to see eye to eye with with everyone every single day even if it's your significant other you're not always going to see eye to eye and that's cool but you know what because of those situations where you don't see eye to eye this is where you can take that opportunity to try and grow and get to know more about that person yeah to learn more about them so it's like all right i don't understand your viewpoint i'm going to hear you out hear me out and let's see how we make this better let's see how we better like both of ourselves because it doesn't, you don't have to just better yourself within that relationship. If you listen to one another's one advice and you make a compromise, depending on what the whole situation is, it can make you a better person to then share that information with someone else who might need that same information. And it, the 
the funny thing is, is I actually enjoy looking at relationships or seeing relationships where the people aren't exactly the same because you don't, you don't grow that way. You really don't. You, if you have an identical personality or identical mindset or anything identical to the other person you are with for the first little while, yes, you will have fun with each other. But in, in all honesty, that, that'll fade. It'll literally, in my opinion, it'll get boring. You don't have anything to reflect on against each other. You don't have anything to, I don't want to say argue about, but like really see the differences, you know? Um, and the way I've always viewed a relationship, and I may be wrong, but it's just my viewpoint. It's just that opposites really do, in my opinion, attract because as an opposite, I can learn from my significant other and what they're doing. And they can learn from me. The things that make us opposite, the thing, the things that are opposite are worked on with each other. They help each other grow. And in, in time, they learn from each other and, you know, become one. You know, it sounds kind of cheesy, but like... And it can allow you to create new experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Those differences. Oh, you don't go skydiving? Well, let's go skydiving. Yeah. I'm not skydiving. Fuck that. But like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get that. Because like, say for us, like, we like to play video games. We watch esports stuff. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could be with a girl who has no clue what that is about. AKA most of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But because of that, you know, you could be dating them. And they might be interested. All right, what are you watching? Who who do you like? Who are you cheering for? What's this? And because of that, they're being open and willing to learn more and want to create an experience and connection with you because they care for you. It shows like the compassion that they have for you. Exactly. And it's like, wow, they're willing to learn something new about like something that I enjoy and love. And I, I should be able to do the same thing for them. No, yeah, and I have a, there's a perfect example of it, and I I don't know if you know about the relationship enough, but and I, this is I'm gonna talk about them in a co- positive way because it's it's a very good thing that I see every single time. So Dylan and his girlfriend Maddie, I see them. Everyone thinks like, or not? I shouldn't say everyone. Just because of past thing things of the past. People thought, oh, it seems like a problematic relationship. Obviously, they fix things, and I'm pr- very proud of them for that. But at the same time, I'm even more proud of that they will work with each other to progress forward. So, like, Maddie does not watch like League of Legends. She does not watch esports or anything of the sort. But she will sit there with Dylan and watch the streams when he has it on or sit there and watch him play or sit there and hear about like the stuff that we're doing in the game. And she'll, she won't tell him to shut up. She won't tell him to stop talking about it. She's open to hear what's going on, you know? And she does not play. And honestly, she doesn't, she admits she does not understand it, (laughs) but (laughs) she listens and she's slowly picking things up and she's learning about the stuff that Dylan really likes to do. And at the same time, He's learning about a whole bunch of the things that she likes to do, especially with her family. I'm pretty sure she's a very family person, you know, similar to Dylan. Dylan's very close with his family, so that's a good thing. But um, that that's what I mean. That's like the perfect example. You know, she's always open to hear what's going on that he's doing online with us. And that's just like the beautiful thing about 
being in a relationship and especially when it turns into a long-term relationship, you know, just continuing to just grow as people and just learn how to love one another more. Yes. 100%. And, you know, it's difficult in this, in this time that we're in right now because of just people trusting people and just how everyone talks to people through through their phones a lot. A lot of face-to-face interaction doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you can't say it to their face, you can say it to a screen because, you know, maybe <laughs> not on the screen or whatnot. Like, you have, like, some type of poker face. But it's different. There's different meaning when you're saying to someone in when they're face to face, when you're looking them in the eyes, because your body language can still read it. And yes, and tone of voice, eyes, everything. When you send a message, when you send a text, you don't get a tone of voice in a text. You, you, you don't like some things that can be said sarcastically might be taken so seriously. And it's because you don't know actually how they're saying it, you know? It's just being. When you eventually find that person, that one, and continue, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I see my grandparents, mm-hmm. and they've been together since, like, basically teenagers, and my grandfather is, like, five, eighty-six years old, still with my grandma to this day. Because they went through different experiences. They've had their ups and downs. Obviously, I don't know what they went through since I wasn't there, but, like, <laughs> To know to see that and see that someone could be with someone from basically when they were a super young adult to being 85, 86 years old gives hope for eventually. It just hit hope to me. It's like, you know, I can be like that. I can be with someone for 40 plus years. Yeah. And find someone that gives me the type of happiness that my grandfather and vice versa. Yeah. That we, those are a type of relationships that you like. You aim for. You should aim for at least. <laughs> you know, even though it seems like old fashioned and all that, that's fine. You know, some maybe we need to go back to certain like old fashioned things. Yeah, maybe you never know. Whatever it really, whatever works best for, for those for the two people that are working together. You know, it's really it really is based on the the personalities of the people and. Based, you know, because of you could you could be someone that really doesn't plan anything and just goes and does stuff, you know, and yeah. they, you could be with someone that's also free spirited and just goes and does stuff. And maybe they don't have the basic traditional like relationship standards or you yeah. maybe grew up with a like more religious family and it's a traditional family. And you're more into that and you're more, I want, like, as a guy, I do want to pay for your dinner every night or I do really want to do this, this, this and go out and work and make a whole bunch of money for the both of us. Like, there's people that are like that still, you know? Um, and it really all comes down to how you were raised and really your your personalities all intertwined. And you're not necessarily saying that's the right way to do it. Correct. But that's just yeah. how you were. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, like I was saying, maybe we need to learn a thing or two from from our grandparents or people who have been in those or someone that we just know has been in long lasting relationships of asking them, what did you do? Like what 
did you do and what are you doing now to continue? Yeah. To be in this relationship for so long, like, what did you do? That's And, you know, we don't obviously, maybe we don't always ask those questions because, you know, people don't want to hear about, like, how their parents were when they were younger and all that, like, the grandparents. But we can always learn from people, especially people who are older, because they have more experience. I'm only 21 years old. My dad's 49. My mom's 49. And we're still learning. They they have those 28 years on me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's 28 years of experience that I just don't have. 28 years on this time of the earth that I don't have, that I just don't know. And why not ask them? Now, I'm not going to ask them because they're not together. But <laughs> why not ask, like, the people that you know who have been around longer than us, who have been in long-lasting relationships, who made it work? What are you doing? What can you give me advice for? So once I'm in a relationship that I can try to to help myself to make it a life. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like we said earlier, you shouldn't just be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. I know that was kind of happened like high school, like now we're twenty twenty one, getting older. Shouldn't just be getting into a relationship just to be in a relationship. Yeah, like, no one really cares because it's your life and you're going to make your own uh, adult decisions. Like you should be in a relationship because you care for that person. You see a connection with that person, and you should see more to be able to see a future with that person. I think that's something we can actually wrap up. I guess we're we're pretty much at uh, an hour point for the first episode, but. The uh, that's like a way we can really wrap this up, and I I would like whoever is listening and has listened to all the way through maybe try to ask those questions, you know, like go up to your parents whether they're still married or not, or your grandparents, and ask them the questions of like what they've learned or what questions you have that you might not be sure, um, because it whether your parents are not together anymore still, they'll tell you what they saw that really changed. You know, if you're if you are a young adult and you'd like to be curious on how you think the relationship could be better, don't be afraid to ask the questions. And for those that have family members that are still together, you can ask them what they saw that really made them know that things were working, you know, made it a successful relationship, not just something that was there, not a not a summer fling, you know. And that's all on self-reflection. Yeah, it is. It really is because that's it. It there, what they learned and their experiences are going to be slightly different than what you might experience. But you can kind of still feed off of it. You know, you don't have to take it literally. Yeah, and maybe you won't realize it what you're doing, but maybe you might be helping them out. Yeah, do some self-reflection. Like, yeah, what were the things? went right and went wrong helped me like get through these things and you can always take information from the people who are older from us take it and try to connect it to the day and age that we live in and try to connect it with the experiences you have because you know we can listen to the advice that they give us and obviously you know we're not always right not everyone's right 
but as long as you listen and understand the information and try to use it in a positive way for yourself. There's nothing more you could ask for. Why not take that at time? Why not take that advantage? Perfect way so, to say it. Perfect. But I think that is going to be all for us for this episode, though. Yep. I want to thank everyone for listening and obviously Steve for being here with me and talking about all this. And Oh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> thank you, Steve. <laughs> um, hope to have everybody listen this week to the next episode. Um, we don't have a set schedule absolutely yet, but we're hoping it is either weekly or biweekly. And we hope to have you stick around. Yeah, I agree with what the Steven said, even though he is not the better Steven. I agree with this Steven, even though he's (laughs) pissing me off. (laughs) Um, But anyway, guys, thanks again, and we'll see you soon. See you guys.